Right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my next chat with Monica. Today, I'll be chatting to Jenny Whittemore. And I am just going to check before we start that we have gone live on Facebook and that we have gone live on YouTube too. So give me a second, everyone. Okay, I cannot see it there, but we... I know it's always a bit behind, so... Right. Okay. We are there. Right, okay. So hello, everyone, and welcome to my next chat with Monica. I am so excited to be chatting to Jenny because we've done one interview already and it was amazing and really empowering what we shared last time. So I thought we will catch up. And I think healing is kind of the topic that can be discussed over and over and again and again. And it never gets like boring or anything because in my opinion, we all can hear our, heal ourselves, but it depends how we go about it, how we understand it, and whether we can really do it or we can't, whether we need help. So Jenny, thank you for joining me today. You're very welcome. Lovely to be here. Here we go. And I want to start by sharing your story because time has been moving for everyone the same way, the same speed is there, but everybody's writing different story. So what have you been up to and what got you to the point where you are right now? That's a pretty big question because uh, <laughs> I've lived quite a few years, so I'm not sure where you want me to start. Time in the last year, of course, has been quite different for most people. So I might I might start at the end, which right. is the year yeah. just gone. The year just gone. And you said a very interesting thing. You said time is the same for everyone. It passes. And I'm not sure that that's even true, is it? Because we all experience time in a different way. And for some right. people, it's been a long, long, awful year. And for some people, it's it's just they don't know what they've done. It's gone so quickly and they can't believe it because they don't have the markers of, you know, birthday, Christmas, holiday, this, that. They don't, it's all gone. Yeah. So people don't know what, what's happening with time. Um, what led me to this is obviously, a combination of factors, starting with, I think, the fact that I grew up in a very, in a big family, lots of children, six siblings who, who probably had to compete a little bit to be seen and heard. And so I think I might have learned some skills about how to understand people better because of that, yes. how, to, how to work out what makes people tick you know, how to get the best out of people. It was quite a good, you know, grounding in learning how people are. And, and surprisingly, all six of us very, very different. And again, that was quite a good education. The fact that, you know, for the nature versus nurture commentary, um, yeah. I think we would be the same. We had the same experience, but of course not. So what leads us to be who we are, what affects us, how it affects us, and why it affects us more than others is of massive interest to me and always has been. And as I grew up, I gravitated towards how to help other people. I had my first 
experience of a complementary therapy reflexology when I was in my teens mm. and I went for reflexology and the woman was marvelous she was actually the, the mother of my friend and I burst into tears and I didn't understand why she was just poking my feet How mm. and so it opened up a whole new world for me of understanding about the layers of the body, the mind, the spirit, the emotions, and how holistic treatments really can access all of those parts of us. You know, it's not just about separate bits of the body, the feet or the arms, or the bit that's wrong, give it a pill, wrap it up, put it in plaster. You know, it's about looking after the whole self. And so from there, this seed grew, and I wanted to learn more and more and more and more how to help people how to really help people. And I think I was blessed with many challenging situations in my life. Blessed. I love I love how you say it. That's so beautiful because we normally look at challenges as something that's like scary and, you know, that we don't enjoy. But there is always a lesson to be learned, isn't it? So it, it's nice to say it's a blessing. In retrospect, it's easier than at the time, I have to admit, at the yeah. time. It's not always easy, but of course it's all a blessing because through those situations, I've become stronger, more resilient, more compassionate, more able to understand others who might be going through similar things. And it has really, really made me grow and reach out to understand better what makes people tick and how to help them. Mm -hmm. So you are saying basically that your journey started with you. Of course, where else can it start? <laughs> Always. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Perfect. it started with me healing myself, looking at my mm -hmm. own personal trauma or challenges and mm -hmm. finding ways to help myself. And when mm -hmm. we talk about healing, of course, there are many modalities, aren't there? Of healing so many different ways now and Reiki is just one of them and that that happened to be the path that I I went into the Reiki healing but that's not the only the only way but Reiki by by default is a pathway for self-healing for learning how to heal the self first and then to be able to if you desire to go and help other people Mm -hmm. So, yes, it is possible to hear our, heal ourselves. And as you describe it, it sounds quite like straightforward. But do you want to go a bit deeper, like under those layers, where people should really start when they want to look into healing themselves? It's as deep as you want it to be. The journey of healing is as long as life itself. Mm -hmm. And it's a constant work in progress. And where to start? Start right where you are now. You can't start anywhere else. You can't start in the future and you can't start in the past. You have to start where you are now. And you look at what has created you, what has conditioned you to be the person that you are today. And what parts of that person that you are today do not sit comfortably with you? And what parts of that person are you trying to suppress and squash and hide? What parts of that person do you feel really uncomfortable with and unhappy about? And what parts of that person could you never tell someone else that you are secretly worried is there or are there? Mm -hmm. And what parts of that person are you most proud of? 
what parts of that person make you soar with delight when you think about it and the joy that you can receive just by doing some simple thing. Those are the facets that make up you. And we must not suppress the shadow stuff. The shadow work is the way to bring in the light, illuminating that dark side, not being afraid of it, not being ashamed of it, not being embarrassed, not, not ever using the words, I should, I should be, I wish I had, why don't I, I must, I should. I am, I am, and accept it. And from that, I think, that initial moment of acceptance and self-compassion, mm -hmm can then really grow you because you let go don't you of your attachment to to things once you accept them they fall away they cease yeah. to really it's mm -hmm. only when we really hold on to something that we keep it alive we keep it there we keep its energy with you know whether it's good or bad we, we hold it to us in fact mostly if you really want something even a good thing don't hold it too tightly don't hold it too tightly because you're blocking the the energy of it come flowing to you yeah yeah i like that i like how you are really explaining how it works because it's very true and i like the fact that you actually mentioned like kind of the bad things that we can be feeling you know the emotions that might be going on within our body as well as the good ones you know how to bring the best out, out of, of ourselves mm -hmm. and that's just so beautiful to really realize but it's always kind of easier as you said to look back where we were and how we moved forward now people that are in that situation right now that they are really fighting with themselves and something is going within themselves they don't know what to sort of like grab it what would be the first step for them to make i think make a plan make a self-care plan a very very simple one start very small especially if you're really struggling because the worst thing is to decide right i need to change my life i'm going to do this 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 of course you're not going to do any of it so start really small choose one thing that you think could directly and effectively change your day just one day decide what it is maybe something that takes all of two minutes and do that every single day for a week and just see the changes because once you see the change that is your reward and we all need reward to grow if we feel you know if you're on a diet and you lose weight you feel great that's your reward if you just try to do things but you're not getting any reward because you're trying to do too much you can't keep it up or you don't understand what's required it doesn't work so i, re I recommend trying maybe journaling for five minutes every day or plugging yourself into some app where there are so many, many, many free things now for you to, to start you on this journey out there. You can have meditation apps, you can have mindfulness apps, you can have habit um, tracking apps, you can have all of this stuff at your fingertips. I will say, don't get too caught up in the in the app part the technology part because that yeah. again can be a barrier yeah. to just being and doing yeah yeah it's very very true it can be very easy to get lost in that kind of world isn't it so yeah. easy and actually it's a distraction and we're mm. very very good at distracting ourselves and i speak from experience <laughs> I'm very, all of us yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and that, that's how I know this stuff because I've, I've been there and done that and I know what it feels like, you know, to be, to be wanting something, wanting to change, wanting, 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 and finding it so hard to just find that key to unlock the next bit, you know, when you feel really stuck. Mm -hmm. um, when you're on, usually when you feel really stuck, you have to feel stuck because if you weren't stuck, you wouldn't be pushing through to then get to the next step. So it's yeah. okay to be stuck. Yeah. yeah. I like also what you mentioned is the time that you need to start by making a plan and mm -hmm. actually putting that plan into action every single day. Because if yeah. you really want to move from where you are and get through that wall that you actually created, that barrier in front of yourself, then you need to. <laughs> then you, you need to. It's okay. Then you need to really start doing now something. Whatever it is, start now. And if you continue every single day, even for that's those it. two to five minutes, that's what's going to make a difference. Exactly that. Just start really small. Don't put too much pressure on yourself because it's just the habit that will create the change. You know, mm -hmm. we, have to, we have to be consistent. Consistency is key. And uh, we all need a little bit of that. It's great to be creative, to be in the flow, to be in the moment, to be able to go along with whatever's happening. But you need a foundation to be able to do that. Otherwise, you're just loosely, you know, like a twig in a river being washed here and there and you have no control. So. Mm -hmm. Give yourself that foundation of a daily practice and grow that. And then from there, because that's a grounding thing to do, and from there you can expand upwards, but you yeah. have to do that other work as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's very, very true. And uh, for those people, because I know many people can be listening to us and it might make sense to them, but they might be kind of in that... Uh, distracting world of having kids having the job you know running there and back and running from one place to the next and then going to bed sort of really like exhausted and mm -hmm. not having space for themselves so uh, with all these distractions that we have around us right now mm -hmm. what would you say would be the first thing to give up give up is a strange strange way and, a, and a, a funny way to have to look at it and I know that is how people think of it I'm going to have to give up something in order to make the space but actually you're freeing yourself think of it the other way around you're not giving anything up you are freeing yourself by giving something extra to yourself yeah I like so, that it's easy to give up five minutes of extra worrying and running around like a headless chicken when you can't find where you put your keys or your phone or you're, you know, you're running late because you wanted to do that other one thing that you didn't really need to do, but you thought you would now because you thought you had time, but you didn't really have, you know, mm -hmm. there's always, always ways to find five minutes, I think. I mean, people may could disagree with that and say, no, you don't understand. I really don't. Well, then you have to really look at your life. You have to really look at your life and ask yourself the question, what are you doing? Why yeah. are you doing it? Yeah. Yes, you have to look after your children. Of course you do. It goes without saying. Yes, you have to walk the dog. Yes, you have to cook the food if you have to cook the food. But if it's you that's doing everything, why are you doing that? Are you really the only one that's responsible for all of that? 
Yeah. Are you not responsible for yourself and your own well-beings so that you can be the best you can be for those people around you that you're desperately running around after? Do yeah. you not owe them your best self? Yeah. So I like that because you actually perfectly like punched into what I was really like going into. And that is if you have time for everything and everyone else around you, why don't you give that time to yourself? Exactly. Because it's as simple as that. If you keep yourself busy by giving, 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 mm -hmm. then obviously the glass will be very soon empty and you'll be surprised that you are tired, exhausted, you mm -hmm. don't enjoy life, you, you get, you're getting sick, you know, fed yeah. up, angry, and, you know, everything else in between. Now the energy within that kind of feeling will kind of explode one day because no one can hold it in forever and the time for yourself those five minutes can change so much as you said i loved what you said five minutes of giving up worrying and rushing can change your life you really can yeah okay make it 10 minutes because my meditation that's free is 10 minutes long <laughs> I like it. <laughs> there is always a way. There is a plan, you know, and there is also a guideline now, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Make it 10 minutes. Well, 10 minutes is the, is the length of this meditation that I, I can give to you for free to show you that if you did this every day, you might feel a bit different. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's that meditation, whether it's something else, something that you like to do, do it for a very short space of time, but do it every day. And if you have trouble finding peace and quiet, tell the people around you because you're I mean it might sound selfish to you it might sound you know as if you're putting your needs before theirs but in order to be the best person you can be for them you need to do this you'll be a nicer person you can tell them that I will be a nicer person if I just have these five minutes and you you shouldn't be needing to bribe people you know the little ones you know if, if you leave me alone for five minutes you'll get xyz because what you need to perhaps be thinking is that by claiming your space you're teaching them it's a great thing to claim your space you know it's a gift to them to show by example that sounds a bit preachy i'm sorry if it does i hope you understand what i mean um i'm not trying to tell anybody how to bring up their children god i, I can't do that but um, it's important that you put yourself first in these situations because if you don't nobody else will and if if that happens then one day what's left a ragged run ragged shell of a person who has regrets so yeah exactly the choice is yours isn't it and now before we end i would like to just ask you about those layers because you were nicely talking at the beginning about the layers that we all kind of like put on ourselves without even knowing about it you know it's the family it's the school it's everything else you know and it doesn't always serve as well so how would you describe those layers that we have on top of us just so that people have an idea what can be in them without them knowing it mm. i think you know, if you have no idea what these layers are it may have begun to express itself in a physical way for you already so you may find that you get repeated sore throats or you have endless digestive issues or you have back problems. You have something in your body that is constantly going, wait, 
hello, that is a message. It means that you need to pay attention. And it could mean that you have been suppressing a part of yourself that really needs to be expressed. It could be you have been conditioned or programmed. Now, I use those words not in a blaming culture way, but in a, a normal part of how we experience this human experience on this planet. We come in, we choose to come here as a soul, and we come to a family, and we receive the programming and the conditioning of that family, whether loving or terrible. And from there, we have to decide what is us and what is not us. And so that that is what those layers are made of, what is us and what is not us. And most of the time, much of it is not really us. It's trying to please others, having been told it's a good way to be. It's being quiet because that brought you what you needed as a child, if you were quiet and good. It's being um, showy-offy, because that also brought you what you needed. It's being angry, because, you know, it's all of these things that you did to, to meet your own needs, really. That's how yeah. we learn. Yeah. And we, perhaps, unless we were very, very lucky, we didn't learn that if you mm -hmm. sit and are quiet, and content people come to you yeah yeah it's very true yeah and uh you, you kind of as you talk about quiet i think it's quite straightforward that if people keep themselves busy keep running around and being there and there and doing that and that they will never really be able to look into themselves and start healing themselves from within I think, I think that's true to a certain extent, but there is a time to be busy. There is a time for energy and action and being mm -hmm. busy and creating and being, you know, incredibly dynamic. And mm -hmm. we, we are here on this earth to do stuff. We're not, mm -hmm. unless you want to be a guru sitting in a tree, you know, <laughs> we are here to live our yeah. life fully, fully live it, fully experiencing it. So mm -hmm. it's a question of balance for me. It's a question of balancing that energy, that action, the activity, with the moments of calm and peace and quiet and bringing in the light and letting that just shine outwards and it's that balance that brings health the body is constantly trying to maintain a state of balance homeostasis in every direction and i can hear such a funny squeaking noise i don't know if yeah. you. um so this balance can be easily disturbed but that's what we're constantly trying to do rebalance everything and it's much easier to find that balance if you just stop and listen and then readjust yeah. and there are so many ways you can readjust for you it might be running it might be music it might be singing it might be painting it yeah. might be breathing it might be meditating it might be just sitting doing absolutely nothing it could be anything it doesn't matter but it has to bring you joy and touch you here and not be just another superficial layer of not looking at yourself yeah yeah so it's really sorry does that make sense what i just it, said it does yeah so really everyone has to go in and in order to explore what's there what's really there whether it suits us or whether it doesn't one has to kind of stand still. You don't have to. For, for a moment. 
yeah um it's obviously a choice some people never want to do that and they want to run forever and they believe being busy is the answer to life and they're the achievers they think yeah but um it's a personal decision and i think perhaps it comes a little bit with age i can i can say it probably you realize the the wisdom and the beauty of quiet quiet moments and peace because it it's so hard to come by sometimes you know so it becomes much more valuable yeah and and it's just it's comforting it's comforting to go within and realize the source of your strength the source of your being and that actually you're fine you're fine as you are that's really what it is it's not that we have to talk out all the bad stuff is that we have to realize that we're perfect as we are and then we're okay. Yeah. I so like it's kind of, everything is backwards to what lots of people think. Yeah. I like I like how you sort of wrapped it up. Um, I'm going to ask you one last question. For those people that are in it right now, they're realizing that something inside them is sort of pressing that button, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> what would you... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what would you recommend to them from everything that we kind of said, that one thing that they should always remember? Well, I should always remember there are people like me to help them. <laughs> when they're stuck. Yeah. I can help people with their stuckness. But mm -hmm. apart from that, they should always remember that there is such a thing as perfectly imperfect. It's one of my favorite phrases. Wherever you are, you are perfectly imperfect. Remember, there is no goal. There is no perfect place to be. You are as you are. And it's the acceptance and the loving of that that will bring you peace and happiness and the forgiving yourself. Amen to those words. <laughs> I would say so beautiful, sir. Thank you so much, Jenny. I don't think we need to share any more. It's been just yeah. wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Any question, questions for Jenny or myself, please let us know. We will be happy to answer. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a lovely day. You too. Bye. Bye.